I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. What, are you going to start? No, no, you start. Well, no, I th- okay, well, I don't want to talk over you. That's the whole point of a podcast. You can't just... Well, then talk- go ahead. You know you're talking over me again. I'm just, I'm just saying go ahead. Go we ahead. have to have some sort of structure when it comes to this. Okay, introduce the show. Okay, well... I, I should probably that should be the first. You're talking point. over me again. Do you know what happened to me today? What? Okay, so last night I um, have Tell you ever me. have you ever eaten lentils? Every day. Okay, not so every day. That would be probably a mess. But uh, no. <laughs> well, exactly. This is what happened. But to I know me. I love lentils. Yeah. yeah. So I I ordered lentils last night and I and I ate you them. Ordered them. Yeah. From the lentil delivery. Lentil to you. <laughs> No, I ordered them because I ordered them on a like a online a, <laughs> on your lentil website. I didn't order them on my lentil. From your lentil brochure. <laughs> I ordered them on a on a delivery the delivery app. So ordered like home delivery, right? You can right? get del- delivery lentils. Delivery lentils. Yeah, you can. So I ordered that, ate a whole box of them. I mean, it must have been about two kilos. No, it can't be two kilos. How many is that? Well, as in with water. I mean, that's a lot of lentils. It wasn't with water, doesn't it? You, don't, you, you drink water. No, no, but I mean, uh, were they... Were they so they, these were cooked lentils? Yeah, they were cooked lentils. Okay, so you weren't preparing them. You weren't ordering the, the raw lentils to no, prepare I, no, the whole two point kilos of lentils. No, I... I <laughs> that would be a vast <laughs> amount of lentils. I ordered them because I wanted to eat them, so I ordered them cooked and ready to go. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway, today I'm having a bit of a disaster because all my stomach has been all over the place. I've been to the loo about four times in the time at the moment. Well, there's a lot of fibre in those lentils, so you're... you're you why are we talking you about lentils? You have the last laugh, really. Why are we talking about lentils? You brought lentils up. Anyway. <laughs> so, Francis, the reason why I brought you here is because I've written a diary. Great. And um, you, you, You've just started or you've been keeping one? For I, I've been keeping one for a while. And one, I've been reading it. Because basically what happened was I kept forgetting my week. So I kept forgetting what went on in my forget, week. kept forgetting how your week's been. <laughs> are you trying to be smutty? No. Week been. That's no, that's in your head. You're disgusting. <laughs> anyway, I've been keeping a diary, and I've been keeping it over the past two weeks because I feel like people forget memories. You know, we have pictures, we have uh, noises, we have video, but no one really keeps a diary, so I kind of change... Oh, I keep a diary. You don't keep a diary? Yes, I do, yeah. Did you write one last night? Uh, not last night, but I write, you know, whenever something kind of of note happens in my life, then I'll still... I mean, I, I come back to it every... Uh, yeah. Every now and then, yeah. I mean, and in momentous times in my life, I'll go and I'll write quite a lot, you know, so I kept a diary for the three years I was living out in the jungle in Ghana. And okay, well, I've kept one just being in London. <laughs> yeah, in the concrete jungle of London. <laughs> in the concrete jungle, but I feel like I want to read it to you now, because at school I was never good at English, I was bad at writing, but I feel really? like... Yeah, wow, that surprises me. No, but at school I wasn't that good. Really? Yeah. Well, I Were you good at school? However, I'm one of those guys who actually I feel like I do have good intelligence. Okay, yeah? Do you feel like you're intelligent? <laughs> I feel like I'm intelligent. Really? Yeah. In what, in what sense of the word? Well, I just feel like my general knowledge is pretty good. Like, I've got loads of, you know, weird general knowledge well, I, questions. But that's not really intelligence. That's sort of 
retention of information, really, general knowledge. No, so, but that's intelligence as well. No, your, uh, your intelligence brings into account things like reasoning and logic and spatial reasoning and various other things. Your, in, your intellectual quota, quotient, whatever. Okay, well, anyway, doesn't so, matter. So, I don't know. We should, we should maybe test your IQ. Okay, well, go on, ask me Just, a question. Okay, um, who was the martyr of Valentine's Day? Saint Valentine. Yeah, but who was it based on? Who was the saint? Well, I don't know. Who I have Saint Valentine. No. <laughs> does anyone know? Does anyone know who Valentine? What, is what his actual name was? Saint Valentine. That's what his name was. No. I think you're wrong. His name is Valentinus. Valentinus. You gotta make that up. <laughs> Valentinus. Not, I didn't make it up. Do you know why he was a martyr? Why was he a martyr? Because he, uh, I think he married Christians. In, in, under the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> okay. Also, okay. But also, what I want—that to... that boring you? That is boring me. Yeah. I don't think our listeners want to hear. And about then it. he healed the the daughter of his jailer. We don't care. All right. Well, I'm just a little bit of Valentine Day fact. Where, when do you think your first memory was? Can you remember your first memory? I have a very very vivid memory from when I was three mm-hmm. of um, when I learnt to ride a bike. <laughs> taught myself actually. Which is very unusual, I'm told. Um, but there was uh, so so my sis my sister had uh, had her training wheels taken off, and I was really like annoyed that I had training wheels on my bike. Yeah. And I kept asking my dad. I said, "Please, daddy, put, take the training wheels off. I, I, you know, I don't need them." I'm, I'm, At three years old, yeah, you're having a discussion beyond... with your father. You're having an argument about training yes, wheels. Yes, and and he said, "No, no, you need them to uh, you know to practice, right?" So then I was like not having any of it. I went. When, you know, when you know, no one was watching, went and got um, a socket wrench and unscrewed... <laughs> no, you didn't! I swear no, you I... Didn't. You unscrewed, did not go at three years unscrewed, old to get a socket yeah, wrench. Yeah, I did. I, I, I mean, I was, I've been handy my whole life. So I, I unscrewed the training wheels on my bike no, and, and actually went, and then in the gar- went into the garden and said, oh, well, how difficult can this be? And I just taught myself how to ride a bike. And then forever... Um, my mum's, uh, you know, friends and things were like, "What? That is so weird." He's just shooting around on his bike with no training wheels, training wheels, and uh, yeah. And so that was probably my first vivid memory. And I remember arriving at my friend's house and my my yeah, my mum's well, my uh, my friend's mum going, "Wow, that's so impressive." He's only three, yeah. and he's got a socket wrench in his hand. Yeah. yeah, how does he know how to use a socket wrench? I still don't believe that you had a socket wrench and you managed to... Oh, no, no, that's actually true. We can call my mum right now if you want. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Okay. Fine, get your phone out, let's ring her. We're going to call your mum and ask her if you, at the age of three years old, told your dad to take off your stabilisers and he said no, so you went and got a socket wrench and did it yourself. Yeah, let's call her. <laughs> I hope she answers. Hi, Mum. I'm just recording a podcast uh, with Jamie, so you're on speakerphone. Oh, lovely. So don't, hi, don't, my d- hi, my darling. How you doing? So obviously don't hey. say anything rude about Jamie, because he'll hear uh, you. Oh, right. <laughs> or you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we were just discussing our first memories, and, um, and uh, basically I... And basically Jamie doesn't... Well, can you tell Jamie the story about how I learned to ride a bike? Because that was one of my first memories, is... is is, is 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 learning to ride a bike. So can you can you tell me, tell him how? Sure. Yeah. So we we had uh, training wheels for you, and you were only three at the time, and you were so um, 
embarrassed about going out with training wheels because all the other kids in the park had, you know, obviously bikes without training wheels. Even though you were three and you needed, needed stabilizers, you just didn't want to be in that group. So you found your dad's toolbox and one day, you know, just took off the, the stabilizers and said, I'm not using them anymore. So you just literally <laughs> So it's actually true. It's actually yeah, true. true. I mean, he looks like the Flintstones, you know. He would just use his little legs, just spinning madly, you know, until he actually realized that he had to put his little legs and all that energy onto the pedals to make himself propel forward. Was, was and you have to be honest, even though he was my, was Francis a weird child or was he, was he normal? I would say he was definitely unusual, you know. He had this, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Above average. <laughs> and charming but you were very strange in some ways because you would have like this you had this penchant for, for taking things apart and putting them back together so even at three I was terrified he was going to electrocute himself because I would come downstairs in the morning and he'd have all his dad's tools out on the floor and he would have like you know taken apart the, the VCR for example while, while I was still plugged in <laughs> thank you so much thank you for right, that well I'm glad we cleared that up <laughs> I love that you were a weird child. I wasn't a weird child. No, she didn't say weird. She did. She said unusual. She's, yeah, which is weird. Advanced. If you went onto Thesaurus, what's it called? A what? <laughs> if you went onto Thesaurus, what's it? What is it? You know, one word. A thesaurus. A thesaurus. Yeah. Sounds like a dinosaur. If you went onto the Thesaurus, you would underneath unusual would be weird. Mm, yeah, I mean it's a it's a synonym. Anyway, we're digressing. Yeah. Okay, you ready That's for this? That's a big word for you. Thank you so much. I'm impressed. I, there are, you're gonna Did you look, at, look that up in the thesaurus? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a lot of big words. Also, to any of our listeners, if you hear some little chuck and laughter in the background, there are a, a few people in the room who should probably introduce themselves. Um, Hello, I'm Stu. I'm recording it. I'm Ollie, and I'm just sitting in a chair in the corner. In a big red chair. Hello, I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Tom. Tom has a very large beard, <laughs> just, just for all those who can't. He had a trim especially last night. Like, he did, it looks freshly trimmed. Do you shampoo your beard? I do, yeah. No, you don't. That'd be yeah, weird if you didn't. You shampoo and conditioner it's it? It's hair, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't do that to my, I don't shampoo and condition my pubic hair. <laughs> do I? Maybe you should, because that's <laughs> disgusting. Does anyone do that? You're not cleaning your pubic hair, is it? Yeah, but I don't think to myself, oh, I'm going to shampoo and condition my pubic hair. I don't. That's why you've got split ends. <laughs> There's a new product on the market called um, Below the Belt. Which is shampooing oh, for people. No, isn't it for like... I saw this... I saw this... Three balls. No, no, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, for, it's for like itchy or sweaty balls or something like that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's trying to sort of t- stop talcum powder being the dinosaur of, of testicle comfort. Yeah, but the, and then and then they had a really like it was like a Gillette ad almost. It was so <laughs> strange. Like then it was like I don't get I never deodorant for your balls. <laughs> I never have any itchy balls. I actually get an itchy, itchy butt. <laughs> itchy butt. It's like Japanese itchy for one. <laughs> itchy butt number one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Anyway, Monday, the 13th of February. How do I even begin writing about my day when I can hardly escape the safety of my bed? It isn't actually my bed, but Frankie's, who's won the war on this occasion of whose house we're going to spend the night in. Frankie lives with two other girls in a three-bedroom flat in Fulham, while my one-bedroom flat in Chelsea is far more desirable in my opinion. Plus, I find it incredibly hard to take poos in the girls' flat. It's not actually the technique of pooing that I find complicated, but the slight paranoia I get that my poos smell too much, or even worse, someone walks in. So what do you do to... uh overcome that well there's no lock on the door either so i have to yeah it's the, isn't it the worst yeah. it is the absolute like mission impossible so i have to i have to sit on the loo and put my foot i have to put my foot against the door and if i hear and, I, and i'm so it's so hard it takes me ages to poo because when you poo you need to be really comfortable and relaxed i'm on such alert yeah, you can't so, poo on edge it's not so this is how i, I do it I, I have my hand if you can see i have my hand on the door handle with my foot against the door and i, and I poo in a very alert manner do you give yourself sort of reasonable time, or do you do? Well, I, is I, it a, a quick, quick job, or no? I, I, I take time, and also I, I, I poo regularly. I poo sort of five times a day. So do you do? Do you do a sort of courtesy flush, or I do something called tending the loo. What is that? <laughs> what? No one does that. When I say this to you guys, you're going to go, oh, I do that too. I call it tending the loo. I get some loo paper, wipe the loo seat, put it in the loo, and so you don't get splashback when the, you know. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, I thought tending the loo was sort of making sure it's fine. You're right. <laughs> you're, you're like the loo whisperer. <laughs> now, Frankie and I did live together for half of the year. And to any new couples out there, be warned, it's the worst idea ever. Capital letters. Especially if you're living in a one-bedroom flat. Not only did it ruin much of the excitement when it came to sex, but it, came to, it became a constant tornado of abuse thrown at each other. Like a monkey throwing shit at it was chaos. <laughs> Yeah, you you love similes, don't you? That's a good one. Is that a metaphor? Or so so who is the monkey and and who is the shit? Well, no, it was just it wasn't more like that. It was just more like I thought of a very sort of chaotic sort of situation. It would be if a monkey was. Th- I saw this YouTube video once where this little girl was kind of aggravating a monkey and it just threw poo. At her. No, monkeys <laughs> do, often throw their poo when they're distressed. Yeah. Not just monkeys, prisoners. When I was at school, when I was at school, the um, when I was at school, we I came into what we used to call. I was at a boarding school at the age of eight, and it was called Summerfields, and I was there from eight until twelve years old. And I came into what we called the Vins. That's what we called the bathroom. If you want to go to the loo, it's called the Vins. And we went in there, and some guy had gone, you know, been distressed, obviously, and had thrown poo all over the walls and written in poo on the wall, "I'm the poo man." <laughs> Well, maybe it was the poo man. <laughs> and he just, you know... Because out of all things, poo is very scary. Anyway. Well, a poo man is kind of a terrifying <laughs> idea. Weirdly, Frankie had the same problem as I do in her house when it came to pooing. Hence, she would only poo when I was out of the house or, on one occasion, find somewhere where she could relieve herself without anyone really knowing. So... Girls Why is there so much poo chat? I don't yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, well, I don't know. <clears throat> Got a the... fixation on defecation. I like that. She came home and she was dressed as a monkey and I'm the poo man was <laughs> on the wall. <laughs>
She did though. She did. She wants. She Frankie has this big fear, right? She can't. She can't go to the bathroom if I'm in the house. She freaks out. She's never been able to do it. We've been together, you know, nearly a year, and she still can't do it. Have you Is ever just twos or ones? Just twos. Right. But just to yeah, yeah, she, she, she's gonna be happy with this. But and to the to the extent when she, um, when we, uh, she needed it so bad once, she had to go outside next to a car, and she couldn't tell me about it because I was in the house. She couldn't do next it next to a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? So in 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 the street. <laughs> so she needed the bathroom so badly, but I was in the house, and obviously it's her fear. She can do it. It's late at night, so she said, "I'm going for a walk," and actually just went behind a car. <laughs> In I South swear, Ken? I In Chelsea, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that's better, maybe being caught shitting behind a car. Yeah, yeah. Did she pick it up and put it in a doggy bag? <laughs> no, she, she left it. Freshly oh, laid in Chelsea. Oh, no. Laid in Chelsea. <clears throat> right. That is so amazing about Frankie. Here we go. The stench of the weekend still lingered in my bones. From Frankie. Or... <laughs> but I carried my soul into the dreaded Monday with the clown suit zipped up to the top so that no one would be any the wiser. Alcohol is honestly the devil and should have some sort of ban on it. Again, I promised myself this week that I give up drinking. Also, may I add, Mondays are always the days to reassess life. I wake up, think that my life is in tatters and need to change everything that I've done so far. Tuesday comes along feeling a little better. By Wednesday, you're feeling fine. So normally it starts all over again on Thursday. Not this week, though, Jamie. You've learnt your lesson once and for all. Monday was a struggle made a little better by filming with Proudlock, who cheers me up a little bit more than Francis does. What? <laughs> <laughs> However, throughout the day, I kept thinking I'd forgotten something, and then it hit me like a freight train. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Wait, wasn't Valentine's Day on a Monday? It was on a Tuesday. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. So Valentine's Day is now tomorrow. And, I, and basically what happened is I had forgotten everything. As this, I'm going to explain to you, so as my diary goes on, you'll understand. But Valentine's Day is a lot of stress and strain. I don't understand why people... Whoever your saint was, St. Valentine's is... Valentinus. Valentinus. I mean, he's annoying. 14th of February, Valentine's Day. Now, whoever vented, made up, or created Valentine's Day is the biggest wanker in the world. <laughs> You're either not in a relationship which makes you wallow in your own self-pity and sadness because you spend the whole day telling everyone that you're single, pretending every person you hang out with that day is your valentine by posting pictures of them on social media, or you are in a relationship and then have to organise something special because that's the thing you're meant to do. I woke up in my own bed alone because I was filming till super late without a card, roses or a present organised for Frankie. Now, because of my performance last week, that, this was not going to fly, and Frankie is one of those girls who will never admit it, but she will be livid if a present isn't presented to her. The second problem I have is that I've set the bar of our relationship with regards to presents far too high. A Burberry backpack for her birthday, a Givenchy handbag for Christmas, and Valentine's Day would have to outshine all of these. Now, my excuse isn't a good one, but living up in 2017 tradition of not lying, I've honestly had a jam-packed day and didn't have time to organise much. And what didn't help matters was every human seemed to be buying bouquets and presents, presenting them to their loved ones with almost Shakespearean sonnets attached. Now, I was told two things by my father. Don't ask anyone to marry you at night, and if in doubt, buy from Tiffany's. Now, in hindsight, my dad's opinion on relationships probably isn't the best, seeming that he's on lucky number three when it comes to wives. But there is no time to think, so I went to it with his sound device. I left Tiffany's with the turquoise box in my hand and ran to grab a rose from a florist. Took me ages to remember the name of that, by the way. I just couldn't remember the name florist. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. What words were you using instead? Oh, I, was like, I was like, florist? What is it? Person who <laughs> holds flowers? I <laughs> 
God, did you Google it in the end? I did Google it. <laughs> So, Wick, Valentine's Day really snuck up on you, didn't it? Really it really snuck up on me. Yeah, it suddenly appeared on me. I didn't know what was going on. £10 a rose. That's love. That is love. £10 a rose, a joke. Plus, you only really need one rose, right? So one rose was a good one. A quick change and straight to Frankie's to pick her up and take her to our Valentine's dinner at Windows at Galvin at the top of the Hilton Park Lane. I hand her the rose and she immediately spotted there was no card. No fear, though, because the box was there to distract her. She put down the rose, opened the box, which revealed the key ring I bought her. Now, I don't know what word I can use because disappointment doesn't quite cut it. <laughs> Turns out my dad was wrong and key rings aren't a girl's best friend. <laughs> don't worry, we have dinner, which will at least distract her from the poor performance in the bedroom later. Happy Valentine's Day, Frankie. I really do love you, even though sometimes you think I'm a plonker. So what was the, va- what was the key ring? The key ring was a, just a key ring. It was a really nice 120-pound Tiffany key ring, and but she hated it. it. What did it have on it? <laughs> it, had, it had a little heart. It was cute. I thought it was lovely. That is the end of part one. Now, that was my take on Valentine's Day, but in part two, Francis is going to give Frankie's version of what actually happened on Valentine's Day. It's going to be great, so stay tuned. Now, remember to subscribe, tell your friends, um, write a comment, and get ready for part two. Francis? See you there. We won't see them there. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.